0: Everyone, and welcome to Broadcast is Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name, because it's all about Jesus living life on purpose for Him, daily asking Him, Lord, decrease us and increase you, and starting with Him first and doing what we do for Jesus. Today we have on Grind and Glaze, it's a new donut shop in downtown Pensacola. Ryan Ford is joining us. So Ryan, how are you?
1: I am doing great. I'm encouraged. Wow. That beginning, like little spiel was very uplifting. Oh my goodness.
0: Well, I am like praying the whole time. I do those introductions. Lord, say what you want to say. There's no script in the introduction. And I used to work in news and we were all about scripts and news. And so I'm like, man, if I could just start off every conversation, just trusting God to provide the words for me, even if I fumble over them, like. We're
1: doing it for Jesus, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's amazing. I'm with you.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. Oh my goodness, you guys are going to love Ryan. So you guys are Christians. Ryan and Alexis is your wife, and you all have grind and glaze. So tell us about what you all are doing in downtown Pensacola.
1: Yeah, so as much as I would love to say we have it all figured out, we we are very much walking this journey out step by step. In a heartbeat of how we started, I, I felt called to marketplace ministry now for since the day that I was saved. Awesome. Um Yeah, in in my journey now where I'm at, it's I was a business major and now I'm making donuts. And there's a lot of, you know, context to my story. But we felt called to Pensacola just because Pensacola has been such a a homey place for us. So right now we're living in Destin and, uh, it's not so homey. It's very touristy. It's very busy. Um, but we linked up with, with some, some friends in Pensacola and started going to their church. It's it's called adventure downtown. Yeah. Just a super amazing community. And we started getting plugged in there and and the Lord really just started working on our heart. Like this is home. Mm. So I, I I was like, well, if this is home, this is where I want to start my business. Um, yeah. And that's really how we got started. So that's the beginning story of like really where we are transitioning now from Destin to Pensacola to really start a new life.
0: Yeah. And for people who don't know how it works. Okay. So Destin, beautiful area, Emerald Green Waters, you know, Pensacola, just beautiful water. Destin is very similar I would say, now this is me. So nobody hate me for saying this because it's really not that big of a deal, but I would equate it to like in Orlando. So I grew up in Central Florida. Orlando is very touristy. Dustin, very touristy, very popular, a great place to run a business, honestly, you know? So it is kind of amazing that you guys are like, no, we're coming over here. We're coming to Pensacola, you know? That's great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I I feel like you and I can relate a lot. Um, I'm not a very scripted guy either. Yeah. I'm very go with the flow. Um, and, and, and Destin is a little bit scripted Mm -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with it. I just feel like Pensacola is full of real people with real problems that are living life. Um, that's how I am. That's really, that's why I transitioned out of my last job. My last job went corporate. Um, and when they went corporate for me, it lost the heartbeat of everything that we built.
0: Yeah. So yeah. I had to
1: get back I had to get back to who I was, back to the roots of, you know, everything that I'm passionate about. I had to get back to that in my mm-hmm. life, in my family's life.
0: Yeah, I'm reading in Mark right now and it's talking about how in the morning before the sun rose, Jesus went away to like a lake. You know, he went he went away, he went by himself, he was alone. And when you were just talking about that, about getting back to your roots, coming over to Pensacola, that's the picture I just saw in my head, you know, not that any one of us are Jesus, you know, we're made in his image, but the fact that you went away and recognized this is good. And so, so, you know, for someone who lives not in Destin, they could go there and that could be their place to get away before the sun rises to have quiet time with God. Like that could be their go-to place. Um, but what he's planted in your heart is to come over here, right. and we are thankful because my kids are going to get to enjoy y'all's donuts. And so, forever is listening. I'm being nosy with this question. This is not a marketing question. I'm very excited about y'all's donuts. Um, I'm actually going to title this podcast "Donut Worry" because we all do not need to worry. Okay, <laughs> we do not need to worry. <laughs> um, but tell us a little bit about your donuts because they are different. They're like a square, right?
1: They are a square, yes. And I truthfully, I'm going to be honest, I cannot take credit for the square.
0: Okay. Was it Alexis?
1: The, the square came from my wife, Alexis. Mm. Yeah. Cool. So I'm gonna, cool. I, when, when it comes to donuts, I actually love traditional donuts. Yeah. I, I love the tradition of like father and son going to get donuts on Sunday or Saturday or whatever yeah. the tradition is. Yeah. And they're just having glazed donuts. Yeah. Long I love that. So I wanted to go circle. I'm like, let's go traditional. I'm just imagining me and my dad biting into a donut together. And my wife is like, we've got to be different.
0: Yeah. That's cool. So we,
1: we did the night before we actually switched. I was prepping dough and I'm cutting out circles. So I've already got some of my stuff prepared and she stops me and she's like, you need to stop. We have to go with squares instead of circles.
0: Oh my goodness. How so bold. We-
1: uh, yeah, so I went with it. I mean, if, if you know anything, when your wife tells you something like that, you listen.
0: Yeah, you just do it. You just do it. We you have to be different.
1: Doing, you yeah. shut your eyes. You just do it. And I, I love being different. I'm that kind of guy. Um, yeah. And then what really makes us different in our product, it's um, the dough. Okay. So there's a lot of people. There's a movement. It, it, it's been in the works now for a while. It's about 15 years old. Uh, but the croissant donut um, started by the chef Ansel in, in New York City. He really paved the way. There was a, there was a time where donuts were starting to get not cool.
0: Okay, I can't imagine.
1: Yeah, right. But <laughs> what then, a
0: terrible time.
1: Yeah. So the the donut play it became very cookie cutter, where mm-hmm. everything was the same, same flavors, same dough, same process. Everything was the same. Okay. Um, and in the early two thousands, Chef Ansel in New York City came out with uh, the croissant donut, and it shook the donut nation. Okay. Since then, we have been chasing this dream of starting our own donut shop. Oh my and, goodness.
0: Uh, cool. Yeah,
1: very inspired by by what he's done and what other companies have done with just going with a different wrap, going non-traditional. Uh, and we picked up that torch and we decided to go with the square and we decided to go with the croissant donut.
0: Yeah. That's cool. I didn't realize it was a croissant donut. You guys have been selling out every weekend. I can never catch you guys. I tried again this weekend and I was like, Oh my goodness. Well, I keep coming out like later in the morning. When do you, I mean, this is kind of, I don't want to say like, when do you guys sell out, but I mean, you guys sell out pretty quickly, right?
1: Yeah. Almost every day. And, and I'm working on it. So it's hard right now. We're operating, um, out of a cottage food permit, meaning you're making these bad boys at home.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. So Uh, it is, uh, yeah, it's difficult. mm. There's, there's, there's very early mornings and then it's, it's basically you just do the best you can with what you have. And then, I mean, we're driving from Destin, so it's, it's not like we can head back home and do a little bit more, um, but we are moving. Uh, That's an exciting thing for us. We are hoping to be in Pensacola by the end of this week.
0: Oh my goodness. Really?
1: No kidding. We literally, we're were hoping that this application for this house goes through actually in the downtown area.
0: Oh my goodness. That's amazing. If
1: if that goes through and we are praying hard for it, um, if that goes goes through, I mean, we're looking at, we might be able to extend the sellout uh, time by quite a bit.
0: Yeah. Okay. So when I first moved to town, I can't remember who it was, but they told me something that has stayed with me to this day they were like, Oh, it's so nice to meet you. And I hadn't moved here yet. I was looking at the area. I was uh, just graduated from college and they said, Oh, we hope that you move here. We need more good people. We need wow. more good people. And I don't know if I can't remember who it was, so I don't know if they're Christian or not, but it was just like a really cool thing to say to someone who's new to a community. And I think the same thing for you, like, I hope you guys come here soon because we need more good people, you know? Awesome.
1: Yeah. So we awesome. Are honored, we're honored by that for sure.
0: Cool. Well, I'm so excited. Um, Grind and Glaze. I have to ask you guys, how did you get the name? Because it's a cool name, you know, and I think you're into surfing, right?
1: Yeah, I am. I am. Yeah. So the name, it came from two, two places. So let me give you my original name. Okay. I had two original names. This is like behind the scenes. No one knows this.
0: Okay. This is how the donut's made.
1: <laughs> this is, this is the, the two original names I had. The first one was People's Donuts. Okay. And my, my reasoning for that is because I wanted a donut for the people, by the people, love people, wanted everything to be around serving other people. Okay. Okay. But it didn't fit my heart. Okay. So I kept searching and then I thought, you know, I really don't like corporate. So I wanted to name it Corporate Donuts as a parody. Okay. That didn't fit my heart either. So I'm like really grinding out my mind and my heart, like searching deep, like, God, what is the the name of my company? I have no idea. And there's a donut company in California. It is called The Goods. They do a sourdough donut that is phenomenal. And on their wall, they have painted in black bold letters, uh, glaze and grind.
0: Oh, cool.
1: Okay. It's not the name of their company, but I, I can just, rem- I see it all the time in my mind. I just yeah. remember that moment. It was impactful. So I'm thinking of surfing and I'm out in the waves and I'm thinking of donuts and, um, I'm thinking of my heart and all of these different things that are just, they're stirred up inside me and I'm trying to sort them into what's going on. Yeah. And it just came to me one day, it came to me that You know, obviously grind goes for the coffee, glaze goes for the donuts, but the story behind it is what captured my heart. We found that in our lives, we're workers, we're grinders, and we found that to get to the sweet things in life, you really have to work for it. And that's where the idea of the grind comes before the glaze and in the middle is the sweet spot.
0: Yeah, that's good.
1: So that's our story. We hope we really want people to come in. That's the idea is that these people come in and they feel that Mm. we want them to be encouraged. We want them to be inspired. We want them to see that this 27 and 25 year old, there's no way they should have this business, Mm. right? We're not qualified in any way. I've never ran a business by my myself. My wife hasn't either, but we want them to see that, you know, if you really do set your mind, to it and you believe in, um, you know, something that's bigger than yourself, yeah, you can get there, you know, and, and obviously with our belief system, we believe that if the Lord calls you to do it. He's going to see you through. it.
0: Right. Yeah. 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 Um, the verse that just came to mind is the verse that is, on our podcast logo, it's Matthew five verse 16. And it says, and when you were just talking about, like, you have to do works. And I think it's just important for people to know, like we're saved by grace. So like that, you don't have to work. You don't have to strive to get his love, you know, to succeed with Christ is not a job title to succeed with Christ is dying to yourself and picking up your cross and following him. You know what I'm saying? But, um, it's verse 16. It says, Your light must shine before people in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your father who is in heaven by the, this, I'm talking to the person who's listening right now by the good works that you're doing every day, being humble, being kind, doing the fruits of the spirit, showing the fruits of the spirit to others. I'm not talking about being perfect, but I'm just saying, you know, trying to be like Christ, be in his image, you're glorifying your father in heaven. And other people are seeing that. So I just wanted to say when you were talking about, Ryan, like doing work, like that's the kind of work we're talking about, doing work that glorifies your father in heaven. So anyway, keep going. I just wanted to interject and read that verse.
1: No, that's so good. And let me just say this. I've been getting wrecked lately by just the whole, it's like every time I feel like I have even an inkling of a understanding of grace, I just get wrecked more and more and more by it. That's good. You know, there's a verse right now that that really is transformed because I looked at it very differently in my life. But it was the the verse that talks about putting your hand to the plow. I'm paraphrasing, but the the verse is um, it's Jesus speaking. And he says, if you um, put your hand to the plow and look back, you're not fit for the kingdom of heaven. And the way I looked at that verse for a very, very long time was I've got to work for this, for the kingdom of heaven. If I stop working for the kingdom of heaven, I'm not fit. Mm. I really really viewed it that way for a long time. And it's a miserable way to view that verse. Yes. And I had the Lord. And again, I could be totally off on my theology, but this is just kind of where it impacted me. Yeah. Was I started reading that verse and for some reason, I'm just looking at it differently. And I just felt like the Lord said, like Jesus, he's saying, I'm the plow. If you put your if you put your hand in the plow and look back, you're not fit for the kingdom of heaven. He's saying, "I'm the plow, I'm the work, I'm the one that's doing the whole thing. If you're in me, you're fit for the kingdom of heaven."
0: Yes,
1: and it if rocked you're me. in me. It seriously rocked me. I mean, it was like I, I had put my own hand to my own yeah. plow for a very, very long time. It transformed me.
0: Yes, and when I think about your name, grind and glaze, the picture I'm getting right now is. In my Christian walk, just like how you're explaining right now, I'm like getting crushed sometimes like the vines, the dead vines are getting clipped. And when the clip happens, it hurts sometimes. I'm like, I don't, I didn't want that to happen. I really want this, you know, and like a selfish desire. I want this. I want that. God is grinding. Like he is shaving stuff. I've had, I have a friend who says, God's taking chunks off of me, like grind, 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 like That's do so not good. lose heart. Like whoever is listening, do not lose heart when the grind is happening because he wants to glaze it. Like he wants wow. it all new, you know, he wants to make all things new and he wants to make you new, you know, and he wants wow. the same for me and same for Ryan and like, praise God, we have somebody who grinds and he's with us you know like you were talking about in god like in christ and then glaze like grinding glaze grinding glaze man
1: that is so good do you know let me put this in real quick do you know the song i I forget who it's by it might be by bethel or hillsong yeah but it talks about uh it's like in the crushing um you are making new wine
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: Right. So we're talking about the grind and the crush and the sweetness of the new wine. I mean, that's, I've never looked at it that way, but that's amazing.
0: Yes. And it's by Hillsong. I just looked it up. New wine in the crushing, in the pressing, you're making new wine in the so, soil. I now surrender. And that's the key is surrender. It's the hardest thing to do, but when we do it, life gets better.
1: Wow. You're exactly right.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are breaking new ground is the next lyric, which reminded me of the verse that you were sharing about with the with the rake. Is that what you said?
1: Wow, yes. <laughs> <A plow>. okay.
0: <laughs> okay, it was the plow. I'm not a Bible scholar, but I definitely want to listen when somebody's, you know, preaching God's word. I want to hear it. I want to ask you also, and we ask every podcast guest this question, but what Bible verse is helping you in this season?
1: Yeah. So I, I have two. I'm gonna share two. I just couldn't pick one. I'm going to give you one, which is my business first. It's, it's like the, the anchor in everything that we do. Cool. Um, and it's Psalm 128. It's really all of Psalm 128, but we'll just go specifically uh, verse two. And in the uh, ESV version, it says, you shall eat the fruit of the labor of your hands. You shall be blessed and it shall be well with you. Hmm. Uh, and really what, what that's been doing for us, if you've ever started, um, you know, a project or business or anything that you're really expressing who you are kind of to the public, it's terrifying. Yeah. Right. It's Mm -hmm. very vulnerable. Um, and when we started this journey, we didn't realize how vulnerable it was going to be. Okay. You have these thoughts, even probably yourself with the podcast, like you have these thoughts in the back of your mind, like I'm going to release this and everyone's going to hate it.
0: <laughs> I'm more like, I'm going to say something wrong. And exactly. like, I just want to lead people to Christ, like God in me, you know, and it's like, I just hope that this is seen in the right light. Yes. I uh-huh. do know the fear. I mean, it is fear. fear.
1: Yes. That verse, it just says, you shall eat the fruit of the labor hands, but what you shall be blessed. And it's going to mm. do well with you. It just encouraged us like, no, like keep going forward. Like so you're gonna be blessed. The Lord's not gonna lead you somewhere where He's making you vulnerable and then He's yes. gonna crush you. Like that's not our Father.
0: Yeah, He's gonna go with you.
1: Yeah, He's gonna go with you before you. He's mm-hmm. gonna prepare hearts and and people. And I don't know. It, it was just a verse that really helped us get past the the fear. And and we hope that it's an inspiration to others for them too. Like be vulnerable you should be as vulnerable as possible. And I think just trust the Lord. Like he'll get you through that.
0: Yeah. Especially, you know, whoever's listening, take it with a grain of salt. But if you have close friends that you can tell them things that are going on in your life, I mean, it could be serious stuff. Um, you want them to be Christian, you know, you hope that they're Christian because you're, when you tell them, they're probably going to try to give you some advice or counsel you through it. But, um, just to add to your point about being vulnerable, there is such healing that comes when you tell a Christian friend something that's going on, and they're like, I will pray for you. I will be, you know, alongside you, praying with you through this time. And just to be vulnerable, I don't know. I just, when you said that, it's like, yeah, we should be vulnerable. You know, yeah. we really should. Yeah. It's just hard.
1: Yeah, it is. it's very hard. It's scary
0: you said that you have a verse for your business. We've had one other person come on. I think, I think it's one Caroline Maxey. She has a photography business and she has a verse for her business. And that was such encouragement to me to have one for my business. I didn't even think about it. Um, but just to encourage any of the business owners or anybody who's working, like just to have a Bible verse for your business, if you could tell us about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's, Really, kind of came out of nowhere. I, I didn't expect to have one, but I really—I've been inspired by a lot of great businesses that have been very bold in sharing Jesus, and they—they're very bold with sharing their business verses on their merchandise. Cool. One of, yeah. one of those is In and Out uh, Burgers. I don't know if you've ever had In and Out. Mm.
0: Yeah, they're widely popular. Yeah. I thought you were going to say like a small business, but okay, and yeah, In and Out Burgers, okay. Yes.
1: So if you look at the bottom of their fries, you look at the bottom of their drinks, you will find uh, their business verses on every single mm-hmm. one. Forever 21 has a verse on the bottom of their bags. Yeah, yeah. It's yes. been inspired. It's like these people are, they're bold and putting their, um, you know, their faith forward.
0: Exactly. So
1: thing. It's like when we open, we hope to have, you know, Bible verses on all of our merchandise to kind of spread encouragement throughout.
0: Yeah, and- it- the prayer is that whoever sees it seeks the verse. And it's not to say that the business is perfect. Like I know this is going to surprise somebody who's listening right now, but Chick-fil-A is not perfect, (laughs) even though they're amazing. And we recently just went there and had a delightful heavenly experience. Okay. It was my pleasure, but um, it is not perfect. So just saying that like we're going to put a Bible verse for our business. That's not saying we're a perfect business. Everything's great. We're always smiling. No, it's, we have the armor of God on today and that's our uniform and we're here to serve you and we love the Lord. You know, I mean, we're not perfect.
1: Yeah, exactly. No, I I love that.
0: I want to share this with you because it's on your Instagram, um, just, Really painting the picture of you guys serving the Lord through this. And one way you're doing that is in the first couple sentences of your first Instagram post on the Grind and Glaze Florida handle that you guys have. It says, You know, we're the Ford family, just a young married couple hoping to encourage the growing community of Pensacola and represent Jesus in business. Why did you guys say Jesus first?
1: Yeah. So it's, it's, it's really been this. It's a, it's a journey. I'm serious. Like none of this was scripted. We talked about this at the beginning. Um, our journey, even through business, none of it was scripted. So when we were going through the lease with the, the company that we were with, there was, he was hammering me with all these questions. I'm a young guy, never ran a business. Like this dude's got to feel me out. And he's hammering me with all of these questions. And we, we kind of get to the end and I've kind of passed the test for the most part. But he asked me, he was like, 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 why are you really doing this? Why, why should I choose you? Like, what's like, what's the motive? Yeah. And there was this moment. I mean, there's like four or five of us there and we're all looking at each other and, and everyone's got like all eyes on me. Like, what are you going to say? Cause this is the make or break moment. Right.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: And I told him, I said, I'm doing this strictly for my faith and everything that I'm doing is going to be through the lens of Jesus. And Really, that's the only reason I'm having this conversation with you today. And I still don't know if he was Christian or not, but he looked at me for a second or two and it was the deciding factor for me. So from that moment on, I decided in my heart, like, I'm going to put Jesus first the entire way, the best that I possibly can. I'm going to be unashamed because he's the one that got me through. Mm,
0: I'm going to be unashamed. Like somebody in their car is like raising their hands right now. Just keep one hand on the wheel. Like Jesus
1: is going to be first.
0: Oh my goodness. You have surrendered your business to God.
1: Yeah, I had to.
0: I had to. Wow. Okay. This is awesome. What's your second Bible verse that's helping you in the season?
1: Yeah. So again, I'm going to give you just, you're getting like a lot of background stuff. I love it. Not yes. a lot of people know this, but yeah. one of the verses that's getting me through is Proverbs ten nine, and it okay. says that it says, "Whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but he who makes his ways crooked uh, will be found out." Mm-hmm. And when we first launched Grind and Glaze, we instantly were emailed a cease and desist letter from a previous company that we worked for, threatening to sue us.
0: Oh my goodness. Instantly, like that was pretty, I mean, it it was pretty quick.
1: Literally instantly. Um, So we, I mean, obviously I've never been sued in my life. I I really, it freaked me out. I've never, I've never felt like, you know, attacked like that before. And especially from people that were, you know, so close to me, but Mm. that verse, whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but he who makes his ways crooked will be found out. We just knew that our integrity was our defense. Yeah. If we just stay in our integrity, we don't ever attack, but we just stay true to who we are, you know, as being, you mentioned it, quote unquote, good people. We yeah. just want to be, um, we just want to follow the Lord. And I, I know the Lord would never go out and sue someone, right? Yeah. yeah. Or feel like he has to really defend himself. His His integrity was in the father. So in the same way, we want our integrity to be in Jesus.
0: Yes. Our integrity is so huge and maybe you can bring light to this, but I was reading something the other day. The book was called I will by Tom Rayner. and right. he's a pastor. And he was saying for anybody who's listening to this and doesn't go to church and you have reasons why you don't go to church. Like, I'm so sorry. You know, I'm so sorry. I pray that you can find a church, um, that worships the Lord and reads his word and teaches you about the Holy spirit and the you know, the father and God and everything. And that has a good foundation. Uh, But he was saying that one of the reasons why people don't go to church is because of what was happening in acts, the first church and people in the church were suing each other. Like in the church, they were suing each other. I could be wrong, but that's what he was talking about. And man, that puts a bad taste in people's mouth about church, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what happened with us. I mean, it was, it was basically church versus, you know, in a
1: way church suing each other. And, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it was, it, it broke our hearts, like completely broke our hearts, but I I just believe and know that, um, good will come from it.
0: Yeah, man, because good always comes to those God's word Romans. I believe it's Romans eight. Okay. I had to look it up, but Romans eight twenty eight, And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose.
1: Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. We just believe that. And there's so many times, like, let's talk about grace wrecking us. There's so many times that like, I totally don't understand the goodness of God. Yeah. Or even come close to trying to understand it, but I know that he's good. I trust that.
0: That's good. And you know what, like that comment that you just said, but I know that he's good, is what somebody listening to this m- might have just needed to hear.
1: Mm.
0: You know? So cool. yeah. yeah. Donut worry. Donuts. Oh, that's
1: worry. good.
0: Here we go. Donuts worry. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I just love it. All the fun things that you guys are going to do in that store grind and glaze with the Ford family. Thank you, Ryan, for your time. How do we connect with you all?
1: Yeah, so the best way to connect with us is going to be through our social media platforms. Uh, The two platforms are Facebook and Instagram, and you will be in contact with my lovely wife because she handles all that.
0: Awesome. And y'all have a little boy, so don't message them in the middle of the night, you guys, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Like hold it until 8 a.m. or something whenever donuts are served. But um, Grind and Glaze Florida is their handle on Instagram. So please give them a follow and just tell them that you're so stoked for them and um, praying for them and give them a comment. Say that you heard about them on this podcast. That would be really cool. So, okay, before you go, I just want to say this last thing. God's been working on my heart through it, and I don't know what the answer is podcasting is very one way. It's very one directional. And I know like with donuts, you're serving people. So you like see who's receiving it. I don't really know what's happening with the person downloading it. I just know that there is like this certain number of downloads. So if you could just be praying for us, we're like, I try to be transparent on the podcast, but, um, you know, don't do advertisements or anything like that. Just praying for a podcast community.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love that. No, we we will definitely keep that in our prayers.
0: Cool. Okay, I know that's like a super small prayer, but you guys serve donuts, so I want you guys to pray for my for this podcast community, and I'll be praying for grind and glaze. Thank you, Ryan.
1: For um, sure, Thank you.
0: Is there anything else you want to share?
1: Uh, I don't think so. I, I I don't know if I mentioned that I'm having another baby, another baby coming soon. But if you <laughs> guys keep that in your prayers, because Babies and new businesses and moving, those can all add up to a little bit of stress.
0: Yes, just a little bit, just a little bit. But you can tell me this, it makes you work harder. Isn't that weird? It does. It's like so much more focus. At the end of every podcast, we always pray, Lord, decrease us and increase you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
1: Amen. Hey, this is Dustin, one of the pastors at Grace Bible Church in Sebring, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Broadcast His Love with Ricky Van Stewart. I hope you also consider joining us on our podcast as well. Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. Again, this is Pastor Dustin, and I hope to get to connect with you very soon. Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission in Jeremy, Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy, Haiti, you can check us out at HaitiBibleMission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti and how you can partner with us to live the difference, to help empower leaders, to transform communities. God bless you guys and have a great day.
0: Hi, y'all. This is Nan Charland, the owner of the Laurel Oak Inn Bed and Breakfast in Gainesville, Florida. You can find the Laurel Oak Inn on the Internet at laureloakinn.com or Facebook and Instagram, laureloakinn.com. Until we meet you in person, we certainly hope you're enjoying life to its fullest.